So at Bold, we recognize that the future of checkout is actually check-in. Because as a retailer, you want to identify the shopper right when they land on your site. Because only then can you provide the shopper with the best experience, which includes a seamless checkout. You're listening to Retail Remix, your inside access to candid conversations with the people shaping retail's future. Here's your host, Alicia Esposito. We've seen a lot of brands and retailers focus on making the online shopping experience as easy as possible. Typically, that's through things like improved personalization, more in-depth site content, and even curation by customer needs, pain points, age, etc. But one component of the online customer experience that is still a bit clunky is the checkout experience. Now, of course, there are certain apps and solution providers that are helping in the process, but there are also a lot of new opportunities for improvement. But not just improvement, true innovation and differentiation. Now, this idea of innovating through the purchase experience is very fascinating to me. So I was very excited to sit down with Shilpi Narang, SVP of Customer Experience at Bolts. Now, you probably have seen some of the work that Bolt has done recently, but Shilpi brought a lot of great examples of brands and retailers that they work with to really showcase how they're taking this long-established challenge in e-commerce and turning it into a true revenue opportunity. Listen in, because there are a lot of different examples and use cases to dig into, from mobile experience to omni-channel to incorporating this new purchase experience into loyalty strategy. Listen in, because I think you will get a lot of great ideas out of this discussion. Shilpi, thanks so much for being on the show. It's great to have you on. Thank you, Alicia. Great to be here. Yeah, and we have a lot to get into, I think, mainly because we have seen and covered the evolution of e-commerce. And I know you sit deep in this space, live and breathe it every day. And, you know, I can't help but think about, like, how much things have changed over the last decade. I mean, honestly, even the last five years, I feel like the change has been significant. But I'm curious, again, because you live and breathe this every day, what are some of the challenges or pain points in the digital customer experience that still exist today? Like as we think about this long tail of change and evolution, is there anything that is still a pretty consistent challenge? Oh, yes, absolutely. So in my view, one of the biggest challenges when we look at online shopping today is, is really difficulties in the checkout process. Because as a shopper, when you encounter checkout processes that are complicated, time-consuming, the shopper will just abandon the cart. They'll just give up. And this is, of course, a poor experience for the shopper. But then when you size this problem a bit from the merchant or from the brand perspective, when we consider that 76% of shoppers are abandoning their carts before making a purchase, this directly translates to revenue losses of hundreds of billions of dollars just in the U.S., So to dig into this further, we actually recently published a fashion report on preferences and trends, and there were a bunch of great insights, but, you know, I'll highlight a few over here. So 22% of shoppers say that lengthy checkout processes and forms 
are literally their biggest challenge when they're shopping online. And then 32% say that remembering their account logins is their biggest headache. So again, from a retailer's perspective, it's imperative to really properly deal with these challenges. But retailers do have a tough choice, right? Like, do they want to be tied to a single e-commerce ecosystem where the checkout might be convenient, but the whole ecosystem is very restrictive? Or do they want to try to build it out on their own? So really, this is where Bolt comes in and this is my world because we're combining all the elements that these retailers need so that they can compete really effectively. That's great. And honestly, that data around the frustrations around remembering account information, password information, I mean, that resonates for me because I've had moments where I'm ready to purchase something, but it's just they make it so clunky or so difficult that I ultimately give up, right? I'm just like, ah, like, I don't have time for this. I'm just going to go somewhere else or just pause for a bit. So that's money on the table, ultimately, for the brands and the retailers. But if we were to unpack or peel back the onion, so to speak, on the bottom of the funnel, the purchase experience, what is it about this particular phase that is so challenging? Is it that technology piece that you were talking about? Like, you know, what does this look like from a tech stack perspective? Is it security? Is it something else that I'm missing? Is it all of the above? Like, what are some of the the key facets that make this such a big challenge right now? Great question. There are definitely many elements involved, technology being one of them. But, you know, if we take a step back and we just think about, we live in an age of choice and options. And I think when you step into the shoes of a shopper, the shoppers are always exploring options and they have multiple options. So from a merchant perspective, it's always a challenge to maintain loyal customers and then to increase that conversion. So in our fashion report, we found that more than half the shoppers, when they're shopping, they have two tabs open. So they're constantly comparing and looking at things. And then 19% or almost a fifth of shoppers have more than six tabs open with shopping online. So again, when you look at the avenues, the options that are open to shoppers, and so then going back to the challenge I mentioned earlier, no wonder 76% of shoppers are abandoning their carts. And again, it's really critical for merchants to address this because as you said, Alicia, not addressing this is just quite simply leaving money on the table. Again, you're just dropping all the truth bombs. She'll be like (laughs) looking at the 60 tabs that I have open on my laptop right now. And I'm like, oh, this isn't even personal stuff. This is right. this is my work life. So it's very much a reality, I think, for everybody, not just shoppers, but I mean, the folks listening right now who <laughs> are in this business. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're all consumers and navigating the same situations. So you mentioned briefly about the intersection or areas where Bolt sits, but can you take a little bit deeper into like how you're acknowledging and recognizing these challenges and ultimately supporting brands and retailers, especially as we think about the purchase experience and the opportunity to innovate and basically turn this into a competitive advantage, right? Because there's a lot broken here. So I could imagine there's opportunity. Yes, there absolutely is. So Bolt removes friction for the retailers. Bolt is removing friction from their shopper checkout flows. And what Bolt is doing is it's turning their guest shoppers into lifetime customers. So we think about both these things, removing friction from checkout and then turning guest shoppers into lifetime customers. Why is this important? Because really at the end of the day, what this means is that we're growing conversion for the brand and we're increasing their customer lifetime value. So really at the end of the day, we're growing the brand's top line. 
And Bolt is one of the few technologies that in a small amount of time, in a short amount of time, we can have a huge impact on a retailer's revenue because we're enhancing their customer relationships and we're increasing conversion. And so the brand will see an impact in the short term, but also in the medium and long term. And then the other thing I'd like to highlight from a shopper perspective is that Bolt is providing a universal shopper account. So for the retailer, when their shopper has the Bolt universal shopper account, the retailer is automatically recognizing and logging in more shoppers and using one-click checkout to drive up conversion, to drive up repeat purchases. And this is all happening within the retailer's very own branded site. So it's with this one-click account registration, passwordless login, that Bolt is making it really easy for shoppers to create these accounts, to stay logged in, and then this directly supercharges the retailer's loyalty programs, their personalization efforts, just everything that they're doing to get closer to their customer. So when we look at our retailers, our brands, our merchants need innovation. And so this is why Bolt is continuing to be at the forefront of the industry. So interesting. So this idea of account registration, or I guess identity, right? It's the idea that the consumer wants to be recognized, like, show me, you know me, right? Like, that's kind of the big thing that we, we all say in the industry, especially in marketing and customer experience. So what role does identity play in kind of unlocking the true potential or opportunity of online shopping, especially as we think multiple devices, multiple platforms, multiple surfaces? Can you dig a little bit deeper into that for me? Uh, yeah, I love this question because identity is so central to a shopper experience. So at Bold, we recognize that the future of checkout is actually check-in because as a retailer, you want to identify the shopper right when they land on your site because only then can you provide the shopper with the best experience, which includes a seamless checkout. And we've been innovating in this space for many years. So really we're primed to lead this identity and personalization revolution. So for example, so speaking to the power of identity and cross-network transactions, if a US e-commerce merchant were to turn on Bolt today, instantly 17% of their site traffic, their shoppers, would be recognized and one-click ready to shop. And what's even more powerful is that this increases to 43% for some retailers after just a few months with Bolt. So again, just shows the power of identity when you're looking at cross-network transactions. And then earlier, I spoke about you know, the shopper having a Bolt universal shopper account. So it's this universal shopper account that really eliminates all those hard-to-remember usernames and passwords so that they can breeze through checkout across hundreds of brands with very low friction. And one example that I'll share is one of the customers that we've been working with for a while is the fashion retailer Badgley Mishka, who have achieved very successful results after introducing Bolt to their platform. So Badgley Mishka enabled one-click account creation and one-click checkout with Bolt, and they immediately saw both higher conversion rates and higher average order value. So they saw an 80% conversion rate for shoppers in the Bolt network. And then Q4, which we all know is a crucial time for the holiday season, they saw a 15% higher average order value on transactions from shoppers who were in the Bolt network. 
And then moreover, when you take a step back, 44% of their overall transactions come from shoppers with Bolt accounts. So again, this just shows the power of the shopper identity and then a direct impact on Bajli Mishka's top line revenues. And another aspect of identity that I actually would just like to briefly touch upon is that once a shopper is recognized, they can start bridging online and offline shopping experiences. So shoppers can now check out on any surface, whether it's emails, blogs, or chat. And Bolt has an offering that gets this done called Checkout Everywhere. And this is important because one of the big trends we're seeing is purchasing at the point of inspiration. So if you see something that you like on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, as a shopper, you want to be able to buy it quickly and with as few clicks as possible. And that's now possible with Checkout Everywhere. And again, it's tied back to the shopper identity. That's great. I love that example because it really showcases the connection, which I think a lot of executives are thinking about and considering. Like it's one thing to think, oh, like this could be good or qualitatively, I could imagine this makes the experience better and easier for our customer. But to have an example of a brand saying like, yes, this has a tangible impact on conversions and average order value, like the proof is in the pudding, right? Like, so being able to illustrate that and showcase that I think is incredibly powerful. So how does this translate into the other big topic right now, which is customer loyalty and lifetime value of each customer? Like how should brands be thinking about this, especially as they think more holistically about customer experience? And like you were noting earlier, being able to make that experience as seamless as possible across all devices and even experiences, right? Like how can the dots connect better to loyalty? Yeah, such an important point. So one of the things we spend a lot of time thinking about at Bold is how we want to have our merchants better connect with their shoppers. What are the different ways? What are the different levers? Because we want to log shoppers into a merchant store account so that the merchant gets closer to the customer but we want the shopper to have a seamless passwordless experience. And then we wanna keep these shoppers on the merchant site rather than redirecting them to say like an APM checkout page. And so the difference here is that our approach is that Bolt is not just another button in the checkout flow. So what we're seeing across e-commerce these days is that there are several APM alternative uh, payment methods and buy now, pay laters, that are literally plastered all over the checkout page. But what Bolt is doing is that we're deeply integrated with the brand and we're empowering the brand experience front and center. So shoppers are continuing to engage with the brand even while they're going through checkout. And because the brands will now have better relationships with their shoppers, that means more return customers and higher shopper lifetime value. So that these brands are now laser focused on not just improving their customer experience, but also improving the way that they themselves are getting to know and interacting with their customers. So this is really key for us. Oh, that's great. You brought up innovation earlier. And of course, even though there's such an emphasis on the core, like the fundamentals of a great customer experience, a sound business there's still a need to innovate, right? And differentiate. So can you share any examples or possible scenarios to showcase the innovation opportunities that are possible here? Oh, yes, absolutely. There's so much innovation. As you know, things are moving fast and changing quickly, which bodes well, but it also means that merchants need to keep up and make sure that 
their competition isn't passing them by. So when it comes to digital commerce, we all recognize that omnichannel commerce is growing very fast and will soon define the way shoppers shop. So this combination of physical and digital interactions, this is what's going to give retailers a much richer picture of their customers. And a great example of this is our partnership with Revolve last fall, so 2022 during New York Fashion Week. So we partnered with Revolve to power the checkout for them on the ground at Fashion Week. We allowed their shoppers to scan a QR code that immediately directed the shopper to a pre-populated Revolve-branded checkout page for a one-click purchase. And this resulted in higher conversion, reduced checkout friction, and just provided an overall delightful experience for their customers at Fashion Week. And again, the best part was that the checkout page was entirely Revolve branded, which you know we think is key for the shopper experience. I love that. Such, such a fun example. So we hit on a lot of ideas, opportunities, proof points. So I kind of want to get into, I guess, the actionable portion of our conversation, (laughs) because I'm sure some folks are listening and and thinking like, wow, this is really cool. This is great. And then the next step is, okay, well, how do I do this thing, right? Like, how do I make this a reality? So I would love to hear your thoughts and maybe if you could pull in some actual examples of collaborations of how this works. So like who is involved in this entire process? So like the ideation, the execution, and like, who is the decision maker here? Because based on what we're talking about right now and what what you've shared with me thus far, it's like e-commerce, could be digital, could be CX. I mean, I'm sure there's no one size fits all here, but I'd love to hear your input on what this really looks like within the current retail organization. Yeah, yeah. No, and you hit the nail on the head. There isn't really a one size fits all But there are some key roles and stakeholders that we work with time and time again. And, you know, Bolt is really merchant first. We're looking to partner with them to get them ahead. So obviously we will work within their structure. But we typically work with chief marketing officers, chief digital officers, systems integrators, and almost always the senior e-commerce leadership executives of the brand. So in our view, one of the main stakeholders along with whoever runs e-commerce for the brand, should often be the chief marketing officer. If you think about it, the chief marketing officers focus on checkout. You know, if they control checkout, they will control the final, most crucial part of the e-commerce experience, where the rubber really meets the road. And then we also know that CMOs care deeply about shopper accounts, shopper identity, loyalty, and getting your shoppers to be repeat customers. So seeing that combination of a chief marketing officer working really closely with senior e-commerce leadership executives is a really strong combination. And and in terms of an example, uh, I'd love to talk about Benefit Cosmetics, where we've had the privilege of working with Ursula Casserly, who is their UK e-commerce leader for Benefit Cosmetics. And so we worked with her to develop a plan that worked the best for their brand And they told us right at the outset that changing anything checkout related is going to be a pain point. But what they found that with Bold, they had more control of their checkout experience. And we worked with them to help improve processes based on best practices and their customer needs. And we continue to be strategic partners with Benefit Cosmetics 
because we're helping now expand their footprint in the UK. And we're also supporting them through several busy holiday shopping seasons and other sort of peak periods in their business. And by working with us, Benefit was able to show that, first of all, their unique visitors on their site went up 22.5%. And there was a 24% increase in conversion rates after they integrated with Bolt. And then another thing that they saw is that their Bolt shoppers across all of their Benefit sites also had an average higher order value of 21% when compared to guest shoppers. So again, taking a step back, looking at how they address their checkout and improve the experience really had an impact to their top line. Love that. Great example. Thank you. And I really want to emphasize, I think, your point about marketing and and specifically the, the CMO needing to play a more crucial role in this process. Because I feel like there's always this, I don't know if it's an expectation or a misconception that marketing does like all of the fun brand things and then they get into performance marketing and then it's like, okay, like the person's ready to buy. Here you go. Like, good luck to you. Like, I think the fact that it's like truly full funnel and it's, and it's integrated, I think lends itself really nicely to more collaborative cross-functional opportunities. And of course, like it's a more holistic view of what the customer is doing, how to make things better. So how does this more collaborative approach to the buying journey and knowing that there are different teams and players now playing a role in this, how does this impact the way optimization happens and, and improvements happen? Like, is there data sharing involved here? Like, I'm just trying to think through like what the long tail opportunity is, like when teams rethink how this all works, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I will start with just to comment on your sort of reflection on the CMO, it's always struck me that the CMO is spending a lot of money and a lot of effort attracting shoppers to the site. But then the proof in the pudding is, well, what happens when they get to the site, right? What's their experience? And then what's their conversion? So it's, it's really linking that. So thinking further on this collaborative and more cross-functional approach. So I, you know, I'm thinking of one of our partners, Forever 21, who wanted to completely revamp the checkout experience for their customers. So we help them deliver this one-click checkout for their online customers who tend to prefer a mobile-first shopping experience. And then they also wanted simpler post-purchase journeys, but they also wanted the same level of customer service that they would get walking into a store and interacting with the salesperson. So you can see all these aspects coming together to serve a, you know, a single shopper who's going through their site and going through a transaction. And so as a result, Forever 21, they saw a 63% checkout rate for their Bolt accounts compared to 40% for a guest account. That's a pretty significant difference. And then Bolt's one-click checkout is 43 seconds faster than guest checkout. Now, as you know, in e-commerce, a few seconds matter a lot. It could mean the difference between a shopper completing their purchase or not. And as you said earlier, it could mean the difference between leaving money on the table or growing the revenues. So by these different groups coming together to really take a look at the shopper journey in a more collaborative and cross-functional way, Forever 21 in working with Bolt was able to achieve these results. I love that example, mainly because like, think about the audience of Forever 21, right? Like the expectations and like the room for error is so small. So it really showcases the power, I think, of that type of experience. 
Awesome. Well, Shilpi, I think we're just about at time together. And I feel like we covered so much, but still there's so much to discuss. But as you know, probably better than I do, the the world of e-commerce is constantly evolving. It's brands trying to keep pace with customers, customers finding new touch points and new ways to discover brands and shop through new apps. And the cycle goes on, right? Like the new circle of life. Um, so I'd love your take, you know, just based on the conversations that you're having, the collaborative sessions you're having with clients or other players in the space. I mean, what's your take? What's next for e-commerce? And how does this next stage or next wave of innovation reflect both goals and priorities. I mean, you're a partner ultimately, right? So what are you thinking about right now? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll cover three things when I think about what's next for e-commerce. So number one, when we just think about the e-commerce industry, I would say, you know, despite some of the headlines we might see, e-commerce is growing and continues to grow. So online retail sales were over a trillion dollars last year for the first time in history. And e-commerce sales are expected to grow by another 9% this year. So yes, the explosive growth of the pandemic hasn't continued, but when you look at the historical trend line, that shows a steady continued growth. And then at Bolt, we believe that the share of e-commerce should be and will be significantly higher than the current, you know, current is like 15% of all commerce is e-commerce. And we're excited to play a role in driving and accelerating this growth. So the second thing that I see in e-commerce is you know, one of the things I, I previously mentioned briefly. So one of the big trends that we're seeing is this purchasing at the point of inspiration. So if you see something you like on, say, a social media site, being able to buy it quickly and with as few clicks as possible. And of course, social shopping isn't new, but with today's technology, it's allowing consumers to purchase very quickly and right at the point of discovery and inspiration. So I foresee a lot of work on this front, and this is an area that Bolt is in front and center. And then finally, the third thing is I would say the concept of guest shopping online should really be a thing of the past. Every transaction should be a known transaction. And the burden of identifying the consumer, identifying the shopper should rest on the brand, not on the shopper. So the shopper should be recognized regardless of whether they're on a social media site or an e-commerce site. And this way, each shopper is recognized, respected, and receives a very personalized service. And this I see as the future of e-commerce. Love that. What a way to close things out, Shelby. Thank you again so much for taking the time out. I, I really appreciate your perspectives, you know, just being a part of the industry, analyzing the industry, but of course, all of those great examples that you included along the way. It really showcases, you know, what's what's new, what's evolving, and of course, what the opportunities are. So thank you again so much for taking the time out to speak with me. Thank you, Alicia. Enjoyed the conversation. Likewise. And to all of you listening, we would love to keep the conversation going with you. This is a very hot topic right now. A lot of exciting opportunities and ideas, I'm sure, that may be bubbling up in your minds right now after listening to this. So we'd love to keep the conversation going. Drop us a line on Twitter at our touch points or on LinkedIn at Retail Touchpoints. We'll be sure to include Shilpi and the Bolt team in those posts so they get tagged and alerted when those questions are asked. We'd love to 
to hear from you. And of course, we would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Leave us a rating or review on your preferred podcast player. We are on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, frankly, anywhere else. We're probably there too. We would love to hear your thoughts. And of course, while you're sharing how much you loved this episode, we'd love for you to subscribe. We have new episodes coming to your preferred device every week. That way you won't miss a beat. But for now, that's it from us, everyone. Thanks so much. And we will see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Retail Remix. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find us on your favorite podcast player. Until next time, keep mixing it up.